it's an interesting time to be a media company. There's the rise of digital, the fragmentation of audiences, and from the sidelines, we can see each company painting its own path forward. NZME is one of those companies, and as Chief Digital Officer Laura Maxwell puts it, NZME's strategy is to focus on its own plan and not worry about things out of its control. In today's Stop Press podcast, Maxwell joins me to discuss this strategy and how it's seen the news and entertainment business broaden its horizon with the new digital offerings in recruitment, automotive and property. Hi Laura, how's it going? Good, thank you. So following up from last night's event when you launched One Roof, is it? Yes. It's, it's been a big year for you guys actually in terms of launches um, at NZME with Driven Listings, You Do and now One Roof. Can you explain each of these digital platforms to me? Sure. So three different, very different uh, propositions because we understand the markets are very different and have different needs. So rather than create one destination and have uh, property, recruitment and automotive in one area, we've, we've chosen uh, deliberately to set up three different propositions. So Udo is an employment ecosystem. Uh, it's way more than a jobs listing site. Why have we called it Udo? Because when you meet someone for the first time, they always ask you the question, so what do you do? Uh, so we named it Udo. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. But it's also do what you do best. Uh, and the uh, Kings, who has written a, a track called You Do, the whole proposition behind that is, you know, take steps forward in your career and do what you do best and then you'll be most successful. So it changes the whole ecosystem for employment. Uh, when you go to other listing sites, you only go there when you're actively looking to either look for a job or post a job. And what we're creating and leveraging is our core as a content business. So we have loads of content on there. We've got 12 industry verticals that we have content uh, underneath, which allows people to be on the site regularly to keep up to date with what's happening in an, in an industry or find out uh, and more about roles that they might want to pursue either as a first career or as most people are doing now, have a second career uh, through their lifetime. So that's you do. Uh, what we have for One Roof is a, a real estate uh, proposition. And again, uh, leveraging all our core assets of you know a really trusted brand in Herald Homes. We already play uh, very deeply in real estate uh, listings, albeit in a print format. Uh, we have great relationships with the industry through media display advertising already, through radio, print and digital. And so for us to launch a digital listing sites for real estate is a natural progression and, and one we're really excited about. We've had great feedback from the industry uh, and commentators on the platforms, how they are definitely have lifted the bar and are the, you know, better than anything else in the market. We've looked at two distinct audiences and one is obviously making sure that it's a consumer-centric design and needs to be easy to navigate, to understand. And from an agent's perspective, we need to provide them with more information about generating leads and how they can facilitate that purchase decision more quickly by having a pre-qualified potential buyer come and talk to them as opposed to someone who needs to go to four different sites to get that research. 
So, and then the last one is Driven, which is our automotive site. And again, Driven is a brand that we have had within uh, NZME in a print format for a a long time and obviously a a digital proposition as well. Predominantly content to start off with and now we've uh, merged our our offline, if you like, listings proposition into digital. So we've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes on driven.co.nz. We're creating first in market tools for car buyers so they can again make a more informed decision about their purchase. So branching out into these areas might seem a bit different for a media company. Is it the same rationale behind them all? In, in yes, mind? look, we if you, you look at media companies and, and print media companies, news companies, we have had classified listings forever. Yeah. Uh, and they've, uh, in a print format, they've become a, a smaller uh, revenue stream and a smaller proposition for audiences and obviously f- for us from a monetization perspective because they've all moved digital. So for us to create a digital proposition for something that we've had in another format doesn't seem out of line for us at all and it's one that we are seamlessly launching into. Now, what can advertisers expect from these new platforms? Well, I think the difference for advertisers from the the current propositions, uh, again, that only speak to active car buyers or active um, house hunters uh, or active job seekers, is that there's a lot of research and interest and passive audiences that we're going to be able to reach or that we reach now through our current assets. So for advertisers, what that means is all the digital tools and understanding of our audience and ability to segment them and create segments that advertisers can buy that are more relevant to them, we're applying to these new businesses as well. So for example, if you wanted to reach people who had shown that they had uh, read the new Mazda car review, looked at the video, looked at a couple of listings for Mazda, the Mazda dealers are probably wanting to reach those people. At the moment, it's pretty challenging for them to do that specifically. This is a way that we can create that audience segment for them and go, hey, here's the people, anonymized. here's the people that have shown interest in the new Mazda. Perhaps you can target and add to them. Now, there are already players in these spaces, you know, the likes of Seek and Trade Me. Do you see them as competition now for you? Look, everyone's competition, any ability to buy and sell. Uh, And uh, so we are fully cognizant of what the current landscape is. We as media players, and we're not alone, and I'm sure my media um, compatriots listening to this will concur that we have global competitors uh, in in all facets of our business. So competition is nothing new. What we have deliberately done with these three verticals is ensure that what we're presenting to market and both consumers and and advertisers is uh, something far superior to what's in market. And again, thinking about the individual as an ecosystem, not just when they're actively in the bottom part of the purchase funnel. So that's the that's the point of difference. You know, we speak to 3.2 million people. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to activate and understand audiences both nationally at scale and at a hyper-local perspective in, in specific markets. So those are pretty good ingredients uh, combined with great digital platforms that will allow us to win. Now, how are you going out to market and showing New Zealanders that you guys are more than the Herald and radio stations and that you have all of these offerings for them? 
Well, I think the people in Hawke's Bay uh, would probably argue that the Herald isn't the paper for them, but uh, Hawke's Bay today is. So we are already nationally in a whole lot of markets. nzherald.co.nz is obviously a fully national product. Our radio stations have been fully available nationally, uh, even the, the local stations through iHeartRadio for a number of years now. So for us, it's a matter of choosing the right brand, choosing the right audience and activating as such. So we have loads of, of tools in our toolbox and we raise to the surface the most appropriate ones for the most appropriate audience. And we've already seen NZME branch out in the past with Grab One. How is that going? How many years has it been around for now? So Grab One turned seven last year. Wow. Yes, exactly. So they're a, um, a teenager. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, look, that uh, industry has evolved hugely in probably the last three years. We have done a lot of work inside the business in the last 12 months around uh, relevancy and email targeting uh, and ensuring that our, our products are refreshed, uh, that we're reaching the right people with the most relevant content and we're finding that that's delivering us fantastic results. So for us with Grab One, it's a, it's a great channel for merchants to activate markets but also with the technology that we're delivering to merchants this year will improve cash flow for them and will also provide an always-on proposition for them as opposed to something that they use to activate a market just specifically at a time when then potentially they have a lower, lower customer footfall. Now, I understand that all of the new platforms have launched now. So what has been the re- response so far? Response has been great. Look, we have taken the approach to include the industry in both the development of our products and the opportunities for them to engage and monetize. Uh, there's a, a range of methodologies that we're putting together for that. But the feedback's been great. With One Roof, we've had great feedback from within the industry. Our consumer stats that we're looking at as far as visitation and time spent on the site is looking is really encouraging. You know, we're only six weeks old, um, so that's really encouraging for us. Uh, also, um, external commentators have given us great feedback on, on the sites. Uh, also, for Udo, again, there's been such a thirst for something different and something more comprehensive and something for uh, companies to be able to build their company brand. You know, a a, a candidate chooses a an employer just as much as the employer is choosing the candidate. So, you know, what is your diversity policy? What is your flexible workplace policy? What does your business stand for? Do I want to align with those values and therefore join your business? Creating an outlet for brands to be able to do that beyond their own corporate sites is something that you do offers them and that no one else in the market offers that at the moment. Now, these new platforms have been rolled out in the wake of the Commerce Commission declining the merger between NZME and staff. Could these new platforms be seen as NZME's response to that? Goodness, only if we can build sites really, really quickly because um, if you look at the timing of of the Commerce Commission uh, decision and obviously that's uh, the appeal is still still live now. Um, No, these have been in play for a much longer period of time. It's part of the natural evolution of our business and where we see ourselves uh, as NZME now and into the future. So definitely not a knee-jerk response to a, a Commerce Commission decision. Uh, our strategy at NZME has very much been to follow our plan A and, uh, 
and not uh, not stress about the things that we can't control. So have a really clear focus and strategy for NZME. Drive hard towards that. Um, and our our um, internal people have really uh, have really embraced that. You know, we needed we needed a vision and a strategy for the business. What is NZME? Where is it going to be? Do I want to still work here? You know, is print dead? Where's the radio at? Will I still have a job as a journalist? And we've worked hard on our internal engagement within the business. And our engagement scores have really rocketed over the last 12 months, which in a climate where potentially there could be a merger with another business, we have huge global competition, we're really proud of. We've got a long way to go. We've uh, set high, high goals for ourselves from an employee engagement perspective. Uh, but that is a, a definite focus for us. So our, our strategy is not to sit and wait for a Commerce Commission decision. It's to get on with the day-to-day business of, of growing NZME. Now, you mentioned there the future of print, and at the time of the decision, Stuff CEO Greg Highwood said that Stuff would be putting greater focus on cost efficiency and consolidation of titles. We've now seen this with the announcement of the closure or sale of 28 mastheads, as well as a move to to compact newspapers. What is your response to that move by them? So I can't speak for the, for any strategy or decisions by you know by any other company because I'm not privy to that and it's not it's not the right place for me to do that. Um, Stuff New Zealand has the is making the decisions that's right for its business. From NZME's perspective, we have uh, strong audiences in, in regions throughout New Zealand, and we're continuing to double down on areas where we see growth, particularly if you look at migration, 52,000 people moved out of Auckland in the last 12 months into other areas around the country. So looking beyond the Bombay Hills uh, and looking at where those audiences and growth opportunities are. So where there's a need, uh, what channel does it need to be delivered in? Is that content in a radio, a digital, a print format? And uh, what's the best monetization? opportunity for that local market and for NZME as a whole so our as you know we're aware of what's happening in the market our response mm-hmm. is to continue on our current strategy well I had had next to ask you around the digital announcements are there any plans in store for NZME's print products but I would take that as no our print products uh, continue to deliver great readership growth our readership grew last year in the last 12 months uh, our magazine business, so our newspaper inserted magazines, continue to allow us to create content that is audience centric and not generalist in nature, and that allows us to attract advertisers who want to speak specifically to those audiences. So, uh, the from a print perspective, we're constantly looking at again what's the best channel to deliver content in. Uh, we're happy with where we are at the moment and I, I can't come on and comment on any decisions about what we're doing with any of our channels, albeit to say those are the metrics that we look at. You know, where are the audiences? What is the best proposition to deliver that content? And, and what do audiences want? You know, if you look around a cafe on a Saturday or Sunday morning, you will see a lot of people reading a newspaper or reading a newspaper inserted magazine. So they are still very much uh, providing... Uh, validity for audiences and also in this era where people are wanting to unplug um, you know move back to to paper there are uh, and it creates an opportunity to uh, in a lean back environment I guess to to lean back and relax and indulge yourself with a with a coffee and a paper so 
um, you know, it might seem uh, naive to think that they will, you know, that um, the current state of what our print products are will be around forever. Um, we're going to move with audiences. We have for years. It's uh, So, yeah, that's our strategy is to what's right for audiences, what's right for monetization, and, and make decisions accordingly. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing how that all evolves in, in the future and, and keep tabs on what's going on. So, Laura, while I've got you here, is there anything else that you'd like to add? No, I just think it's a really exciting time to be in a media business. You know, we've got phenomenal competition, uh, both locally and internationally. And I think that's great for New Zealand because it makes everyone lift their game. Uh, and, you know, people are looking at us the same way we are looking out the window and seeing what other people are doing. As a business, we're really proud of where we have come. You know, we're three businesses that came together, people that had worked a long time under a particular brands we've managed to bring those businesses together and yes in Auckland we're in one building but around the country uh, we've also created that opportunity for people to feel part of NZME while still maintaining those core brands that people love and cherish and and work for we're at Hawke's Bay today or Bay of Plenty Times or Whanganui Chronicle so as a business you know we're um, never satisfied about where we want to be and what we want to deliver we have great talent within the business and we have people wanting to work here every day which is uh, something that we've worked hard to do is to become an employer of choice both by uh, the environment that we set up internally but also the opportunities that we offer people from a career perspective and you know people want to work for a successful business they want to be in a place where things are happening and things are positive we've created that at NZME and that's something we're inherently proud of. Awesome. Well, as I say, we look forward to seeing how things roll out in the future. And for now, thank you so much for your time. Oh, no problem. Cool. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks so much.